we know you can't get enough of your favorite flavors. Luckily, Kroger Free Pickup makes it easy to grab what you need without any surprise fees. Whether it's extra buns for the barbecue or those chips you just can't quit, start your cart with the Kroger app. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply, subject to availability. It's the big $10 sale, so mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even 10 for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Welcome to the Stairway to Heaven, where we share the latest insights into the ever-changing high-frequency currents now bathing the planet and the effect on us all. The source of vital information for the evolving human being, I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Frequency, Immunity, and Resilience As addressed in past episodes, we're continually being exposed to rising ambient frequencies. This is causing many of the old rules to change. Among those being affected are immunity and resilience. With higher frequency comes greater mobility. Greater mobility affords us the luxury of adapting more quickly. Adapting more rapidly greatly enhances immunity and resilience. Naturally, there is a fly in the ointment. In the hunter-gather era, each would see to their own, gathering what they needed as they needed it from what was at hand. Today, the earth can no longer sustain us in that way. As populations increased, we've had to diversify. Farmers farm, factories make products, truckers deliver, and so on. Over time, to fulfill the basic needs of the masses, we developed industries and systems to manage them. Money was invented as a universal means of exchange, and there you have the world as we now know it. Slowly but surely, we removed ourselves from the natural order, the way life works, to our extreme detriment. The system served well enough for a while, until they took on a life of their own. We now live in a money-based world where wealth is the ultimate goal, rather than the health and well-being of the people. 
The current systems have benefited and thrived during the lower frequency times. At lower frequency, we're subject to rather than in control of our experience. As a result, we're dependent upon the systems to survive. This leaves us controllable and more easily exploited. Over time, these systems have been imposed frequency restrictions designed to maintain the status quo. In a commerce-based system, we've been led to believe that we're only as good as the car we drive, the homes we own, and the clothes that we wear. Every waking hour is spent in the acquisitions game in order to measure up. This not only feeds the system with our life's blood, but drives us ever further from the natural order. We've become like hungry ghosts, always craving the latest greatest, never satisfied. Meanwhile, the simple things we really need good nutrition, clean environment, fresh air, pure water, companionship, and love, fall by the wayside. This puts, us, this puts us under undue stress, eroding our immunity and our resilience. At this point, we have so many hidden frequency compromises in place, it's daunting. In the face of rising ambient frequency, every place our frequency is restricted creates drag. Drag wears things out, causing us to become less resilient. As a result, our health and eventually our lives are lost to frequency compromises. It's as simple and as complex as that. Now we find ourselves in a situation where we need to outsmart the systems. Before we can take advantage of the rising ambient frequency and evolve to our potential, we need to uncover and correct the hidden restrictions that prevent us from doing so. The beauty of frequency is it's simply energy and can be utilized anywhere. It's not like matter, which is already set in stone, so to speak, and exceedingly difficult to repurpose. Therefore, we don't have to correct all frequency compromises to progress. Anything we do to reduce drag and free up the flow of higher frequency will help us on all levels. It'll also grant us more resilience, allowing us to continue clearing restrictions and systematically gaining more overall frequency. This will enable us to evolve to the point that we're in control of rather than subject to our systems. We'll be sustained by cooperating with our environment rather than destroying it. Sounds good, yes? So how do we accomplish this? With the understanding that nothing exists in a vacuum and all levels influence each other, let's break frequency compromises down into four major categories. Physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. Restrictions on the physical level have developed as we've gotten away from the natural order. As an example, food gathered in its season, grown by natural means, harvested locally and promptly consumed, provides easily assimilated nutrition requiring little digestion and virtually no detoxification. When you pick an heirloom, non-GMO, organically grown carrot fresh out of your garden, wash it and instantly munch it down, it's still full of life force, balanced to your location and therefore provides high-frequency nutrition, requiring little processing. Conversely, the carrots found in conventional canned soups are often genetically modified, grown in depleted, polluted soil, often thousands of miles away, fed chemical fertilizers spread with pesticides, picked before they're ripe, doused in preservatives, shipped, and pressure canned with MSG, artificial colors and flavors. By the time it gets to your table, it'll take more personal frequency to digest and detox all the chemicals than can be gleaned from consuming it. Now, not only does it overtax our system to detox all the unusable poisonous contents, what we don't have the energy to detox 
gets stored in our bodies, creating fat, toxicity, and drag. And that's just a carrot. Now multiply that by all the other GMO, non-organic, processed food you consume in a day, and you're starting to get the picture. Even more frightening, all the sugar and additives in processed food are quite addictive, making us crave more of them rather than wholesome natural food. It's a case of rapidly diminishing returns. Soon, the body doesn't have enough frequency to maintain physical health and is off to the medical system for some drugs to mask the resulting symptoms. Speaking of self-serving systems, it makes one wonder, what exactly is the Food and Drug Administration really policing? Our health or the food and drug industry's bottom line? As far as nutrition goes, you can never go wrong by sticking as close as you can to the way our hunter-gatherer ancestors ate. Let's consider the state of our drinking water. Municipalities still use chlorine to purify their water. There's a known carcinogen created when chlorine and organic matter are combined that remains in the water long after the chlorine evaporates. Fluoride is still added to much of our water, even though we're now discovering its negative, toxic effects. Water is the universal solvent. Part of the function in water in our systems is to absorb and carry out toxins. If the water is already full of additives and chemicals, its ability to do so is greatly diminished. So, drink bottled water, you might say. But guess what? Plastic bottles leach a chemical that mimics estrogen in the system, causing premature puberty, breast cancer, and other undesirable side effects. It's way more expensive to install ultraviolet purification systems in water treatment plants rather than douse it with chlorine. Again, it's all about the money. So until we can abolish chlorine, fluoride, and many other harmful additives from our municipal waters, your best bet is to invest in a reverse osmosis water purifying system and drink out of glass or stainless steel containers. Also remember our skin absorbs things into our systems, so be mindful of the ingredients in any cosmetics, lotions, and soaps that you use. I've gone into great detail about food and water because there is much that we can do to reduce drag through simple dietary and cosmetic choices. There are many other physical compromises we cannot immediately do anything about. Among those are air pollution, EMFs, thinning ozolanier, artificial lights, immunizations, environmental pollutants, radiation, virus, bacteria, and so on. However, the more places we can reduce drag and increase frequency, the more mobility we'll gain and the better we can compensate for the things we cannot change. If you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. The more mobility we have, the quicker our bodies can form antibodies to whatever bacteria or virus it's confronted with, lessening the impact of disease. The more efficient our systems, the faster it can remove toxins, further reducing drag. The higher frequency, it can mobilize itself to repair any damage we sustain from our environment and overcome wear and tear more rapidly. Because frequency is pure energy, our bodies can direct it wherever we need it most at any given time. On the emotional level, drag is created by denied, unprocessed emotions. Historically, our society is judged against emotional responses and not provided many avenues for us to process trauma. We're encouraged to get over it already and move on. Unfortunately, this causes us to deny what we feel and stuff it rather than process it. Those stuffed emotions accumulate over time and it takes a huge amount of energy to keep them suppressed. 
Unprocessed emotions are stored in the body, creating physical restrictions to the natural flow of energy or frequency, causing more drag. Something as simple as keeping a daily personal journal where you express how you really feel without running the risk of hurting anyone can be amazingly effective. Remember, emotions don't have to be logical or even reasonable. It's just energy that needs to be set free, transmuted, repurposed, rather than jammed and denied. Some traumas require more support than simple journaling. Fortunately, there are many resources such as counseling, psychotherapy, and EMDR to assist our process. Processing is the key to unlocking the treasures hidden in every trauma. An example, a person that's been subject to domestic abuse may choose to transmute their experience by starting a domestic abuse support group in their community. However, if they've not processed their own experience, they run the risk of projecting their unprocessed trauma onto those they're trying to assist. This is not helpful and can even be damaging. On the other hand, once processed, their experience may prove extremely useful in supporting others through their healing process. Mentally speaking, we're all subject to the propaganda we're indoctrinated into while growing up. From government and education to religion and traditions, every system has its premise designed to keep its members subject to the reality which serves that system. Frequency dictates reality and reality dictates frequency. If we're locked into a mindset or belief system, we hold a limited frequency bandwidth and cannot transcend it. As we're being exposed to ever-expanding frequencies, our limited realities are being put under increasing pressure. The tendency is to hold tighter to our viewpoint, stick our head deeper in the sand, and polarize against all others. This is causing much of the unrest we're seeing in the world today. A more evolutionary approach would be to embrace all possibilities and with them the corresponding bandwidth of frequencies. This frees us to create the reality we want rather than be subject to the one that we have been indoctrinated into. The flexibility afforded by not polarizing against other viewpoints removes drag and frees us to create something new and more compatible with the frequency of our time. The key is to be willing to consider all possibilities, reevaluate our stance, and process through the things that prevent us from doing so. Which brings us to the spiritual or energetic component. The spiritual realm is greatly misunderstood and often overlooked as it's commonly confused with religion or superstition. Yet it's at the spiritual or quantum level of life that manifestation begins. Becoming more aware of what we're doing with our energy at the quantum level is paramount as we enter higher frequency functioning. We're constantly interfacing with the quantum level of life and therefore are always manifesting something. Problem being, we're mostly manifesting unconsciously. And yes, sad to say, we've unconsciously manifested all those pesky systems we now find ourselves subject to. As frequencies continue to rise, we'll find ourselves manifesting even more rapidly than in times past. Becoming conscious and mindful of how we use our energy has never been more important. It takes us back to what's going on at the other three levels, physical, emotional, and mental. Every restriction found at these levels ultimately impacts the spiritual level, limiting and contaminating our manifestations. When operating at higher frequencies, we can increase our immunity by rapidly detoxing environmental toxins and correcting imbalances that cause physical illness. At higher frequencies, we have the capacity to process our feelings and recover from emotional trauma in a much more expedient and responsible manner.
when our frequency is less compromised, we can reevaluate old belief systems and thought patterns, adapting to new data with ease. This frees us up to embrace the rapid changes with which we are now being confronted. The more rapidly we recover from any challenge, the greater our resilience. The clearer we become on all levels, the more we return to our true nature and rightful place in the circle of life. It is our nature to be immune to frequencies at any level, physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual, that are not in alignment with our best interest. It is our nature to be resilient. It is our nature to be co-creators of our reality, and it's our nature to love. Know the truth of yourself. This is the truth that will set you free. I hope you have enjoyed joining me and join me on future episodes of The Stairway to Heaven, where we continue to provide updates on the energetic currents facilitating our evolution into conscious, powerful co-creators. Until next time, may you be blessed on your sacred path to wholeness as you embrace your true nature. We are here. The time is now.